If you go on social media today, you're going to be bombarded with information telling you how to get ahead, be more profitable, be more successful and ramp up your motivation. But the truth is, in our remote world, with no one beside you telling you what to do and when to do it, finding that motivation can be pretty challenging. Your reason for rolling out of bed, dusting off the sleepiness and getting stuck into a day's work has to come from somewhere. And it shouldn't come from outside of us, it should come from within. But this kind of intrinsic motivation only comes about when you develop healthy habits. You're more important than just your job. And in order to do your job well and for your own long-term success, you need to prioritize your physical and mental well-being. Personal first, professional second. In this episode, I'll share three kinds of core habits that you can develop in your own life. We'll talk about how and when to prioritize and implement them and why prioritizing your personal life over your professional life is actually a key to a successful career. I'm Ben Bradbury and welcome to Subject Matter. Here's something to consider in the back of your mind. What habits could you develop to help you thrive? After my annual review at the end of 2021, I identified three core habits, and I think they fall into three buckets. Number one is keeping a clear mind. Number two is staying on the cutting edge of relevance in your field. And number three is prioritizing your health, which is the most important of all. First up, the first habit is how to keep a clear mind. To me, that is reading two hours of philosophy a week. I love reading, and sometimes I'll just burrow into a book for the sheer pleasure of escaping into it, but philosophy is more than that. The wisdom that's contained in philosophy is ancient, but what blows my mind is how relevant it is to all of us in 2022. By reading time-tested knowledge that's thousands of years old, it's incredibly leveling for your mind. It puts your problems into perspective. And when you're calm, you think more clearly, you're a better decision maker, and you're able to plan effectively. We can think of this feeling that philosophy and other habits give us as feeling grounded. And a coach I worked with last year had this great line. She said, if you're not grounded, Ben, you're not thinking clearly. So putting our problems into perspective is a way to maintain a calmer mind. And for me, reading two hours of philosophy once a week is that first habit. Let's dive into our second habit. And this is one to stay on the cutting edge of relevance in your field. For me, my field and something that's close to my heart is podcasts. My aim for this year is to listen to seven new podcast episodes every week from creators I haven't come across. Why is this? Because when you consume more content in your niche, you become better at identifying what great content looks like. As an example of this, look at Ted Sarandos. Ted is the chief content officer of Netflix at the moment. But when Ted was a young teenager, he worked in Blockbuster. Remember Blockbuster? They were a DVD chain and Ted would watch DVDs day in day out to the point where customers would queue just to get served by Ted because his recommendations were so on point. Why is that? He developed a habit to stay at the cutting edge of relevance in his field. It's vitally important. 
Now, this idea is particularly relevant for me right now as my company, Astutely, is entering a new phase. We're joining forces with Workweek, a new media company, to produce podcasts for them for some seriously impressive creators. So to keep your intellectual edge, consume more content that's within your niche, whether that's fintech, startups, investment, or climate technology, it doesn't matter what it is, but relevant content gives you an edge as an ambitious young professional. The final core habit is one for your health. What I'm focusing on this year is sleep. We spend a third of our lives asleep, and yet it feels like good quality sleep has become a rare commodity for many of us. Great sleep is often decided by what you do when you're awake. And for me, that comes down to giving my brain space to wind down properly at the end of the day with some good sleep hygiene practices. If you're extroverted or you're social, I think this is really important. You don't, don't get me wrong, there may be the occasional late night and time with friends, but if you can sleep well for the vast majority of your week, you'll reap the benefits big time. So let's make this tactical. These are the big things that have helped me. Number one is hitting a hard stop on screens at least an hour before I head to bed. Number two is using blue light blocking glasses on screens in the evening. And number three is creating an environment that's conducive to relaxation with dimmed lighting and a diffuser because smell is a very powerful trigger for mood. So if you're someone that struggles with a racing brain or anxiety, believe me, I can relate. But building great evening habits is the first step towards better sleep. And this leads to a better mood, more effective decision-making, and it's also an investment in your long-term health too. Setting great habits is a world away from New Year's resolutions. Those are trivial and unrealistic goals, and they're not in it for the long haul. A routine has sustainability. Once it becomes part of your weekly rhythm, it can be an integral part of how you achieve high performance. And this theory is borne out by some of the world's most successful people. It's a belief shared by Brian Rowland, founder and CEO of Abenity, a six times Inc. 5000 company, who talked about this with me on the latest Subject Matter podcast. Prioritizing yourself, your physical, emotional, and mental health is so important for remote workers. And Brian's company, Abenity, insists that employees prioritize themselves over their work. There's no one looking over your shoulder at the home office. And so remote workers have to develop the autonomy they need to manage their personal and professional responsibilities. Only when they're given the autonomy to do that, do teams then work smarter and harder and with more dedication. It's something that all managers can take on board for themselves and for the people that they lead. Personal first, professional second. So let's sum up what we've learned today. Philosophy might not be for you, but there may be other books or practices which give you greater clarity. Perhaps it's meditation, or it could be daily stretching or yoga that gives your mind the space to breathe. Whatever you choose, it must be a habit that doesn't feel forced, but instead is something you enjoy that fits comfortably into your life. It's easy to get stale and stuck in our ways, listening to the same music, podcasts, and reading the same type of books. When you freshen up what you read or listen to, you really can experience a boost to your creativity. 
I love how inspired I feel after listening to a new podcast or podcaster giving a fresh take on a familiar subject. And you don't have to go it alone here. Ask some friends and colleagues for recommendation in whichever niche you're working in. And finally is sleep. I can't emphasize how important this one is. You're not a hero for pulling an all-nighter, although I used to certainly think I was. You're messing with the function of your brain, and it's your number one job to look after yourself. If you can't look after yourself, you can't look after anyone else. I'd recommend being disciplined with screen time and switching off an hour before you go to bed. It's very liberating. Habits are formed slowly, but you can decide to do them right away. When you make a decision to put your well-being first, you'll find it easier to get into a routine that supports those priorities. So finally, give your team the freedom to set their own work-life balance and lead by example. Secondly, remember that we're only as good as the habits we consistently do. And with the right routine, we can keep a clear mind, a sharp intellect, and strong health. And who wouldn't want that after all?